0: Well, good evening, everyone. Thank you um, for jumping on and joining us this Wednesday night. Uh, for This is why we have the Psalms uh, part 15. So if you're joining us live on Facebook, if you could um, just jump in the comments, let me know you're here. Let me know you can hear me. Um, I'd like to make this as much of a group discussion as possible. Um, I know it's Facebook Live and, and that can be tough, but uh, I'd love for this to be as conversational and as discussion-oriented uh, as possible. So please feel free to comment, ask questions, um, just throw an "amen" in there, what, whatever you want. Um, and so, if you're if you're live with us this morning or this evening, uh, please do that. And um, if you're listening back to this this recording, um, either on podcast or um, on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, and we're not live, then just thank you uh, for taking the time to listen wherever you are and whenever this is. And so we've done 15 straight weeks of uh, Wednesday nights looking at the Psalms, but um, there's still a whole lot more Psalms in there. There's 150 of Psalms um, in the book of Psalms, so we have we have plenty more in the tank uh, to talk about, and um, I don't know if we'll go through all of those, but there, there's plenty more in there um, to discuss and, and the Psalms really are so rich and uh, Tommy's done an incredible job every week of, of diving in and, and pulling out these, these rich truths um, for us and, and looking deeper at the realities uh, found in them for us. And so this week he's out. He's taking a, uh, a much deserved break. Um, and so I get the privilege and honor to uh, so. guide our discussion tonight. And um, it truly is a honor. So thank you guys for for letting me uh, lead lead out in this. And and tonight we're going to be looking at Psalm 103. So Psalm 103. Um, so I do want us to uh, to read that together. Um, I'll read it aloud, and um, I will drop the um, the link in there for you. Um, to follow along if you would like. It's also in the, the description of this live video. But so Psalm 103, it's, it's 22 verses. So I'm going to read it straight through. Um, you can follow along with me. It says, uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity for he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower in the field, for the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Yeah, what a good, uh, what's up, Hugo? Hugo, man, this my is this my, this my buddy from Sweden. Um, man, it's, it's good to see you on here, man. Um, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, man, it's good to see you. I, mean, uh, I haven't seen you on here, so uh, it's nice to see you, bud. Um, but so looking at Psalm 103 there, I know it's 22 verses, um, but just really, really rich. And so if we just remember that the Psalms are... Hebrew poetry and um, they they're they're really rich, but there's a lot of a lot of um, deep theological ideas we can uh, we can we can pull out. There's a lot of discussion things that we can talk about, and so the main idea, if I if I had to summarize this this uh, psalm in one sentence for you, the main idea that that I feel God was impressing on my heart was this. Is, and um, I put this in in the description as well, but I said. Uh, the Lord, who is capable of all things and worthy of all praise, does not give us what we deserve when we fail to keep his covenant and instead calls us to faith-filled obedience. I'll drop that in the comments for you guys. I'm going to read it one more time because this is this is my main idea for the, for the night. This is where I think um, the Lord is leading us uh, in this psalm. But, um I said, uh, "The Lord, who is capable of all things and worthy of all praise, does not give us what we deserve when we fail to keep His covenant, and instead calls us to faith-filled obedience." Okay, where did I get that? Well, I got that um, just going through this psalm and and just reading through this and praying through this. And so, when you look at when you look at this psalm, you see you see the first five verses. You see verses 1 through 5, we see um, a string of kind of conditional statements that hinges on the idea that the psalmist opens with, right? So the psalmist opens with, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. And he goes on to say all these conditional statements. And so he says, bless the Lord who redeems, bless the Lord who heals, who satisfies, who, who does all these things, right? We just read it. But let's not forget this. Let's not forget who we're talking about. When we say the Lord, this isn't and shouldn't be taken, um, flippantly, lightly. Um, but in, in reading those words in the Psalm, I actually, I I became convicted about how we can, we can quickly just take them for granted, right? This isn't an ethereal cosmic genie. And he also isn't, you know, your homeboy from down the street, right? No, this is, this is the God of the universe. Who created all things and is capable of all things, and so what does that mean to you? Like, who do you say he is? What is your response when you read uh, "Bless the Lord"? What 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 is your what is your thought process when you see the words "the Lord" or "God"? Where does your mind go, and and do do we understand and take serious who that is, and that God is capable of all things, and yet chose to act in a way that is loving and kind towards us. So, so that's that's where that's where um, I wanted to start today, and just seeing that in the Psalm and seeing uh, taking with it with sober mind who who we're actually talking about and what we're actually talking about here, because that kind of sets the backdrop um, for the rest of it. And so then moving on through, through six through 14, you get this really, really rich section. And, um, essentially I think it's telling us that the Lord does not give us what we deserve. And so the, the, in it, you see the Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. I think that's verse 10. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. And, and so the, then the question, you know, came to my mind, well, how, how, and if you guys have questions, feel free, or if something jumps out to you, um, I know I can talk fast, but just jump in the comments. I'm trying to, uh, to stay on, on top of the comments as well. Um, and see, see your guys input, but let's get the roles right here. Okay. Let's identify ourselves and God correctly in this narrative okay so so who is doing the action in these verses in any of these verses right especially 6 through 14 it's it's god that's that's doing um (laughs) the actions and he has the authority to do so we do not we are the sinners that he has made out of dust as it says in uh verse 14 it says, uh, for he knows our frame. He remembers that we are simply dust. Remember, God is, has made us. We are his creation. He is the creator. And so um, that's what we are. Yet he deals with us with such love and kindness. The God that is capable of all things deals with his creation in in a way um, that is loving and kind even when we do things that go against him and his very nature and his very being um, even when we deserve destruction right remember our sins separate us from God we deserve destruction yet he doesn't do that he doesn't do that and so um, moving on into to 15 through 19 we, we we, we see a little bit more on um, what happens when we're left to our own demise. And we see this destruction a, a little bit deeper um, in, in how that we we fail to keep our covenant with God. We see that throughout the Old Testament. And so if our standing with God was dependent on our ability to do his commandments and to be the righteousness, we'd fail a um, 100 of the time, 100 times out of 100, we would fail, right? And and we we see in verse 18, it says, To those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. Okay, so he's going to establish a throne in heavens and and his kingdom rules over them. And so we see keeping his covenant, doing his commandments. Well, you and I... (laughs) We never do that perfectly. We never do that perfectly. This is, this is proven um, in the old Testament. Like I said, and, and our hearts since the fall, since Genesis three are just these sin factories that are bent away from God. And that's, that's bad. that That's bad news, but, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. We can, we can accept that bad news because, because there is good news, right? And, and, if you aren't okay with the fact that that, um, uh, that, that you can't um, be perfectly righteous and that you can't keep his covenant perfectly, if, if you aren't okay with that and, and you want to depend on yourself uh, to earn your righteousness with God, then, then what you're saying is that you aren't okay with Jesus, you aren't okay with who he was, and you're essentially saying his work on the cross was not enough. You yourself need to be your own savior. You need to do enough things to uh, meet the righteousness of God, to, to remember to do all his commandments in the old testament, you to 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 meet that covenant perfectly. And <laughs> you know, we, we fail to meet that old covenant with God, the whole old testament speaks to that. And so Jesus, God in the flesh, came to meet it for us and perfect it by becoming that sacrifice for us. And so as we're, as we're getting to the end of this Psalm here, um, you see the last uh, three, three or so um, verses, we see what our appropriate response would be then, right? So if, if God is, is King of the universe, he doesn't uh, give us what we deserve when we sin, which we all do, because um, we deserve destruction. So, okay, so what what is our response? And so we see in verses 20 through 22, our response is a heart of faith in obeying God and loving his word. And so this ability to obey or, or do his will... um. To do his his will it can only flow from a heart that is changed. So this faith change transforms us, and this faith is by grace alone. So this means you can't muster up faith on your own. remember you you were dead in your sins and trespasses, which which we all have. We all got baggage, we we're all bent towards sin. but God, right? God remember who has the authority God is the authority to do anything and God is the is the one in this psalm um, doing anything and even our ability to respond to the gospel is a gift a gracious gracious gift of God And, and so just looking at this Psalm, I know I sped through it there. It was 22 verses. I didn't feel like we had enough time to go through through each line, um, but I did try to chunk it up there for us. Um, I know I sped through that, but I would love to see your guys' comments here and see what you, you think about that. Um, the big idea I, I, or the big word that was just popping out to me in this in this whole Psalm was just grace. And it was nowhere written in it, right? But that's as I was reading it and trying to just understand it in my heart and my mind, um, it was just grace right it's it's grace that allows us to to know God it's it's grace that allows our forgiveness it's grace that calls us to repentance it's grace that gives us his word right the Bible his word um, and and gives us uh, something to to obey and to follow and uh, it's grace that sustains us to keep us going even when uh, life is crazy and miserable it is God that is, acting and sustaining and perfecting us, um, by his spirit. Right. And so, um, another Psalm in, uh, Psalm 95, um, it says, uh, just, uh, it just says, uh, in verses seven and eight, it says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And so, when whenever we open whenever we open the word like this whenever we dive into the word how are we how are we posturing ourselves right is it is it a posture that that we can seek the lord daily and and that that seeking the lord daily and hearing from the lord daily is actually what what gives us the ability and the strength to to obey his his commandments and to to joyfully um serve him uh it's it's his strength in us that allows for a heart who loves and is capable and so our response is a desire to hear his voice and pray your heart is softened your mind is given the ability to discern what is right and and we can just lean into that faith right so it's that, that would be the call to action, right? That I that I saw in this psalm is, is just lean into that faith. That faith, again, it is by by grace alone through God alone. But but once you have tasted it, just lean into it and and just pursue, um, because that is what strengthens and gives us the ability um, to obey. And, and so, guys, um, that's that's pretty much all I have for you tonight. Uh, just just to encourage myself, to encourage you, just just remember that that our hope um, is in is in Christ's finished work on the cross, and that's what makes this um, belief system, that's what makes this religion, that's what makes this um, lifestyle so different than than anything else is is it it isn't you, it isn't you. It's God. It isn't you mustering up enough faith to obey. No, it's it's God. His work is finished. And um, I read an article this week. It was, it was by the Gospel Coalition. Um, it was about this church planter in Baltimore. I forget his name. Um, I apologize. But he was a former Muslim, and he is, he is now a pastor and a church planter in, a, in, in inner city Baltimore. And um, basically his, his premise was, uh, or, or his, his argument in the article was that, that the, the gospel is enough. And, and that um, you, can, you can go read it. I actually posted it on my, on my personal Facebook page. I shared it. So if you want to go read that article, it should take you like a couple minutes. It's, it's really encouraging. And um, I found it really helpful. But he was essentially saying that, that the gospel message is enough. And that the, the gospel message, right, we have the best message in the world. We, we don't need to add bells and whistles. We don't need um, to do anything else. Just continue to faithfully preach the gospel and so I really saw that in Psalm 103 and um, I, I hope I hope you guys um, got something out of tonight uh, again um, I'm just gonna read my my main idea one more time for you to leave to leave you with this night uh, tonight and it's um that the Lord who is capable of all things and worthy of all praise does not give us what we deserve when we fail to keep his covenant. And instead calls us, to faith-filled obedience. Ah, that's good news, guys. That's good news. Uh, the grace of God is good. And um, if you could, I'd i, would, I would just like to to pray for you wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. Um, if you're driving, don't bow your head, but but I'd like to uh, I'd like to to pray over you. And um, God, thank you so much for the opportunity to look into your word, to so look at Psalm 103. Uh, that was written so many years ago yet is still relevant for us today and the grace-filled truths that we can't do enough. um, We can't uh, meet your commandments perfectly. We can't uh, be uh, righteous enough and that's okay, God, because we can rest in the finished work of you, Jesus, on the cross and that you are continuing to draw us back to you, that you are softening our hearts Uh, to a posture of faith where we may joyfully obey and serve you for the rest of our lives, God. And um, I'm thankful for that. And I pray that um, over uh, each and every person listening to this uh, right now. God, thank you. We love you. Pray this in your name. Amen. All right, guys. Again, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, uh, I will go back. Here through the comments I do see some Alicia I see I see your comment Amanda I see um, your comment oh I autocorrect might have got you Amanda grave fits perfect, perfectly yeah grace grace fits perfectly um, yeah thank you for, for jumping in the comments there um, I'm glad I'm glad you found it uh, helpful and um, yeah if you guys are listening to this later you can go ahead and add your comments as well Um yeah, you guys have a have a good night. Um God bless